0: I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, know that we all have fear. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. This is The Truth For Youth with Micah Murphy. Guys, today we're going to talk about self-evaluation. We were in our connection class this past Sunday, and as we were talking through the lesson, it was not on self-evaluation, but it got brought up in conversation, and it was something that I've been wanting to talk about anyway, so I thought, you know what, this is a great opportunity to go ahead and do another little section specifically talking about self-evaluation. Now, the the passage that we were looking at this past Sunday was actually in the Song of Solomon, and we were talking about um, kind of a relationship and how in that relationship Things were not perfect, okay? They were having a little conflict. And upon self-evaluating, they realized, you know what? That was a pretty good situation. I have a pretty good spouse. I just kind of got caught up in maybe my own desires or my own selfishness and kind of let things get out of control. And so kind of through some self-evaluation, realized, you know what? My, My spouse... Um, really has a lot of great qualities and characteristics, and and kind of those had gotten overlooked because of the dispute. So anyways, that wasn't the focus, but that was one little small part. And I'm a big fan of self-evaluation and self-reflection in all aspects. Uh, Every part of our life, I think it's very beneficial. If we are going to move forward, if we're going to grow in any area of our life, And, of course, we're going to talk about spiritual because this is the truth for youth, right? So this is biblical truth. But I want us to look at everything. Again, my goal for you, the listener, or if you're watching on YouTube, if you're you're listening and watching this, I want you to benefit. I want you to grow. I want you to become a better individual. I want you to reach maximum potential for what God has created you. And if you were to do that, I truly believe that self-evaluation and self-reflection is critical. We have a passage that I want us to look at. It's in 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 5. And of course, I'm going to give you a couple of versions because I just, again, you know, hey, that's me. I love the, I love the different versions. So the first one I'm going to look at is from the New Living Translation. This is what it says. Examine yourselves to see if your faith is genuine. Test yourselves. Surely you know that Jesus Christ is among you. If not, you have failed the test of genuine faith. Now, let me stop here for a second. This was Paul in Corinth, okay? And the Corinthians there were kind of challenging Paul a little bit, and they were kind of asking him, like, are you sure Jesus is really speaking through you? Are you sure, basically, that you're, you're a Christian, that, that God is giving you these words to be speaking to us and to be proclaiming this boldness that, that you're proclaiming about Jesus Christ? And so Paul kind of flips the script on him a little bit, and that's kind of how he responds to him. Hey, how about examine yourself? You know, like, you need to look. You know what Scripture says. You know what Jesus said. Why don't you examine yourself instead of being so concerned about others. So here's another uh, version of that. It's the Living Bible, and this is what it says. Check up on yourselves. Are you really Christians? Do you pass the test? Do you feel Christ's presence and power more and more within you? Or are you just pretending to be Christians when actually you aren't at all? (laughs) Man, that's, uh, that's pretty bold, Paul coming back, throwing it right back in their face. Like, you're challenging me. How about you? You know, are you even a Christian? You know, you're wanting to ask, you know, is, is what I'm saying coming from Christ? And again, he's, he's wanting them to evaluate themselves. And again, one more. This is from the message. Test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. And don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourselves regular checkups. You need firsthand evidence, not merely hearsay, that Jesus Christ is in you. Test it out. And if you fail the test, do something about it. <laughs> Again, uh, having a different version, you know, whether it be accurate to, to the Bible translating from the Hebrew or the Greek, uh, you know, I'm not so concerned about that. But I mean, again, I, yes, I want it to be biblical, right? I don't want it to be so far fetched that it's that it's not there. But the way they're they're translating it, or the way they're rewording it to make it more applicable to perhaps today, or, or it hit you a little differently, I, I just love it. Okay, so the first one we're talking about. Testing yourselves, right? Like surely Christ is in you. If you have you failed to have genuine faith, you know, is that really the faith? Is that really genuine faith, or is that some type of false, false faith that you have? And in that second one, talking about, you know, doing a a checkup, if you will, are you really Christians? Asking, are you really a Christian? You know, you pass the test. Do you feel Christ's presence and His power more and more within you? Kind of, hey, there's there's a an opportunity to to evaluate. You can look at that. Do you feel Christ's presence? Do you feel His power more and more, or maybe do you feel it weakening? Are you just pretending to be a Christian? You know, we're we're pretty good at pretending to be somebody that we're not in society. Are you just pretending to be a Christian when in actuality you're not at all? And then again, that last one, talk about testing yourselves to make sure you have a solid faith and don't drift along taking everything for granted. Again, I love I love the wording there. Don't just drift along taking things for granted. I mean, that one hits me because... If I'm not careful, that's what I do with life a lot of times. I just take things for granted. I take life for granted. I take maybe my family for granted. I take I take my health for granted. I take a lot of things for granted, and I think you would admit you do the same thing. We get we get so caught up or so focused on different things in life that we tend to take other things for granted when in reality, if we'll sit and just reflect and evaluate, perhaps that opens our eyes and, and we become more thankful that, man, we... We have so much more. Let's not take that for granted. Let's not just, you know, be careless about about that particular thing, and in this case, about our faith. You know, don't don't just drift along on cruise control. Give yourselves a regular checkup, and that makes me think of doctor's appointments. I just had an annual physical. I go every year to have an annual physical, just to kind of get things checked up. I mean, I feel good every year, but I want them to do a checkup on me. I want them to run blood work and, and see how I'm doing, make sure everything's okay. And you know, that way, I know where I am. I'm getting an evaluation so that we know if, if there's a problem, you know the doctor can say, hey, you know, your, your, your blood sugar's off or your blood pressure's off or your cholesterol's too high or whatever, and then we can get that checked out. But if you don't do an evaluation, then you may not know until it's too late, until you're sick or in the hospital or the ER or something bad's happened. So it's good to have those checkups. And then it goes on to say, you need firsthand evidence, not just hearsay. Test it out. And if you fail the test, do something about it. Again, I love that last line. Because guess what? We may fail things in life. We may fail a test. Student, you may fail a test in school. What do you do? you just say, okay, well, I failed. I guess that's it. I guess I'm just going to flunk the class, or I guess I'm just going to drop the class, or, or, you know, that's it. Or are you going to do something about it? Are you going to just go back and study some more? You may not get a chance to retake that particular test, but guess what? You'll probably have another test coming. Right? You're probably going to have another opportunity, another work assignment, maybe another research paper, something else that you can do to help get the grade back up. Or maybe there's a final exam and it's comprehensive, so you better go back and you better figure out what you did wrong on that particular test because it's going to be on the on the cumulative test at the end of the semester. What are you going to do, right? And he's talking about your faith. What do, if you don't have the evidence that Christ is in your life, what are you going to do about it? Hopefully, you'll do something. Hopefully, you don't want to say, "Oh well, I guess yeah, I don't see much fruit there. Uh, I guess I'll just you know." You know, take it, take it as a loss and uh, spend my eternity separated from God. No, oh, I hope that's not the way you look at it. I hope you say, well, dang, I better do something about this. This is serious. This is life. This is, this is eternal salvation. This is eternal existence, whether I'm with God or away, apart from God, for, for eternity, in the afterlife. That's pretty important. So that's pretty critical that we do a self-evaluation. You know, one of the things I, I can't help but think about when I talk about self-evaluation is physically. You know, that's one of the things that, again, you know, I'm, I'm very conscious of my physical fitness and, and health. You know, I've, I've tried to always be that way, but I, honestly I haven't, and that's kind of part of of. The purpose of self-evaluation. I know several years ago, I didn't realize it until you know I was kind of looking at some pictures and I was like, "Dang, man, I've I've kind of put on some weight." Like what? You know, I still go to the gym. You know what? What's going on here? Well, I had let my eating kind of get you know lax. Okay, I've been I was eating not healthy and and even though I was going to the gym, I wasn't really doing cardio and. You know what, as you get older and your metabolism slows down, hey, you're just going to probably not be as physically fit. And that had had caught up with me. And I started looking, and I was like, oh, wow. Look at some of those pictures. I noticed I had more than one chin. My face looked pudgy. My my body looked pudgy. I was like, man, what's going on? Like, I've never been like this. I started looking at the scales, man. The scales were showing. I'd been putting on weight. And I, it took self-evaluation to realize that. So guess what? I had a starting point because I knew the weight that I was at. I, I knew what I looked like based on the pictures, right? It's kind of those pre and post pictures. You see it all the time when people start fitness journeys, right? It may be a fitness challenge or whatever. You see the pre pictures and the post pictures, Right, this is me starting my new workout routine or eating healthy or I'm going on a diet or whatever, right? Like you see the pre. And then, you know, if they're going to work out with a personal trainer, guess what the personal trainer usually does? They usually do an evaluation. I see it all the time in the gym when new people come in to either join the gym or maybe they're they're hiring a personal trainer, they're usually getting evaluated. You know, they're taking measurements, they're writing stuff down, they're recording their weight, again, their body fat, maybe measurements and they're testing them a little bit physically. Like, what are they able to do? Lifting weights. Can you lift this weight? Can you lift that weight? Uh, you know, maybe they're doing they're maxing out. What can you bench press? What can you squat? You high schoolers that are playing football, uh, you know that, right? Like, you do this max out. You're, you're testing your overall strength on bench press or maybe squats or maybe some other exercises that you're doing. Uh, sometimes they do running. So maybe you get timed in your mile, and then you see later, okay, well, if this is how long it took me to get a mile, you know, you need a starting point. If you didn't do an evaluation in the beginning, you would never know if you're improving. I mean, you may, I guess. You, you may realize, hey, I, I'm pretty sure I'm faster. You know, I just felt faster or I know I'm stronger because I'm, I'm seeing more weights. But if you don't really do an evaluation to really record those items, right, record your time, record your weight, maybe measurements, then you really don't know where you're starting, And if you don't know where you're starting, how in the world are you supposed to know where you're going and and how to even measure that or evaluate that, right? Like there's got to be a starting point. You know, so it's important to evaluate yourself if you're going to improve. And so to go back to my physical journey, so, you know, I started eating healthier. I started running and and doing cardio a lot. And then I started seeing the weight come off, right? So how was I, every once in a while, I was doing a self-evaluation, I was doing progress pictures. I was getting on the scale, seeing if I was losing weight. I was noticing I could run further. I could run for a longer amount of time. That came because I was checking back in. Just like it said, right? Do regular checkups. I was doing regular checkups to see, was I improving? And I was. I was. And it came because I was able to evaluate. Again, student, if you're academics, okay? You're, you're taking tests. You got to know where, you're, where you are to know where you're going to go. You know, I think back to college. Um, I took Spanish in high school. I took two years of Spanish in high school, but <laughs> just because I took two years in, of Spanish in high school doesn't mean I was fluent in Spanish. It was kind of a joke class. It was pretty much an easy A, and that's why a lot of us took Spanish, not necessarily because we were wanting to learn it. Now I wish I would have paid more attention and wish I would have learned it. But anyways, I get to Auburn, and we have to do – I mean, I just signed up for the first Spanish, which was 101, because I knew I didn't learn a whole lot. And it had been two – I think it had been two, maybe even three years since I'd had Spanish by the time I was taking it at, at Auburn. So the very first day of class, you know what she did? She gave us an evaluation. Here's a test. Take this test. Let's see where you are. Because if I don't know where you are, I don't know how to even start teaching you or what class you really need to be in. So we took the test. (laughs) And uh, wow, I realized just how much I didn't know or how much I'd forgotten. I think I still remembered how to count to 10, but that was about it. You know, Maybe even how to say my name, (laughs) but I didn't know too much more which was sad. So I obviously didn't do very well on that test, but some people who had had you know, high school Spanish and they actually learned something, they did extremely well on the test. Well, guess what? The ones that did extremely well, they got to, to skip and go on to the next one. They got to go to Spanish 202 or maybe even higher. But me, I didn't do so well, so they kept me in Spanish 101, which where I figured I needed to be. But we would have never known if, if I would have just gone on, you know what? I had two years, and technically they were wanting me to go into Spanish 202 because I had two years, but goodness, I would have flunked. I would have struggled because when they were starting at Spanish 202, I was nowhere near that. So it took the evaluation to really know where I was, where I stood. So I'm thankful for that. And again, those that, that were ahead, they got to skip, and that was great. They didn't have to sit there and, and waste an entire, we were actually on quarter system at the time, so they didn't have to go and, and waste an entire quarter and that money just reviewing when they, they were advanced enough to go to the next class. Now let's talk about personal development or business. Uh, for those of you that are you know, going to go on, hopefully you are gonna go get a job one day uh, or start your own business or careers or something, how do you know if you're improving? How do you know if you're growing? I think you have to constantly, constantly evaluate yourself. You know, if you're in a business, you're going to have to constantly evaluate. Are we doing the right things? Are we making the right moves? Are we progressing the right way? You know, what's the world around us doing? Hey, look at what we're happening. what's happening right now in the world. You know, if you're listening to this years from now, we're still in this quarantine, okay? We're still... Hopefully I would say on the downside of the COVID-19 pandemic, but man, businesses and everything have ministry, everything has had to adjust a little bit. Teaching, everything has adjusted. If you didn't evaluate and adjust, you're going to run into a a dead end. You're probably going to fail miserably because you're not evaluating where you are in the progress or, or the current situation to see, okay, how can we adjust? How can we improve? And again, we entered into a situation where I don't think anybody was really truly prepared for a complete shutdown of our country and economy. So people were, guess what? Had to try new things. You had to experiment. Well, how do you know if that works? Well, you don't unless you kind of sit down and evaluate. So businesses were constantly having to evaluate, did this work? No, let's scratch that. Let's try something else. Did this work? Oh, that seemed to be working. Okay, well, let's keep going down this path. Personal development, same thing. Are you learning? Are you growing? Are you maturing? And again, to bring it back to where we are spiritually. How do we know? How do we know if we're progressing? Again, I I am a true believer. If we're going to grow in any area of our life, we have to do checkups. You have to check in on yourself and see where you are, how are you doing, are you progressing? And it does you no good to lie to yourself. It does you no good to compare yourself maybe to somebody else, especially spiritually. Uh, now, I see this all the time. You know, I'm even maybe guilty of it at times. You'll see people say, oh, well, you know, I may not be perfect, but I'm surely not as bad as such and such. Right. And they may name somebody or they, you know, they may even name, you know, someone like Hitler. Like, right. Or, oh, I'm, well, I'm not as bad as Hitler. Well, if that's who you're comparing yourself to, that's pretty that's pretty sorry. <laughs> and if you think about when people do that, they're never gonna name someone that's the best at whatever they're comparing themselves to, whether it be sports or academics or business or spiritually. You know, they're never going to say, well, compared to Jesus, I'm doing, I'm doing okay. No, right? He's the highest standard. We wouldn't say that. It's going to make us look worse. Instead, we're going to name somebody awful like Hitler or Satan or, you know, whatever. Oh, well, I'm doing pretty good compared to him. Yeah, but if that's your measuring stick, if that's who you're evaluating yourself against, that's, that's awful, Right? So if we're not taking the highest and we're not taking the worst, that means we're probably somewhere in the middle, which means we're probably like what one of these versions said, we're just cruising along. We're not really pushing it. We're not really striving. We're not really trying to be the best version of ourselves that we can possibly be. So you need to be comparing yourselves to yourself, to your potential that God has given you to the standards that God has laid in front of you. Don't compare yourselves to others. And that's kind of what Paul was telling these people. Examine yourself. Examine yourself compared to yourself. Quit looking at these other people and saying, oh, well, this is what's wrong with them, and this is what's wrong with them, when in reality, you have enough to work on yourself. You know, it goes back to the passage of, you know, why are you trying to remove the law, or why are you trying to remove the speck in your, your neighbor's eye when you have a log in your own? You know, like... Don't be judging other people necessarily when you have plenty yourself to deal with. And again, that's part of this evaluating, right? Like if we're so concerned with that speck in our neighbor's eye or or, our enemy's eye or whoever you want to say, and we haven't evaluated it in reality, we have a stinking log in our own, well, yeah, it'd be easy to get carried away and, and get caught up in that. But if we're doing regular checkups and we're checking ourselves, then hopefully we're not doing that. Hopefully we are not stepping out of our bounds to, to you know, point something out. Now, it's, it's a whole different conversation. I, I do think we need to help hold our friends and, and, and close acquaintances and maybe, you know, other people in our life accountable but that's different than maybe judging them and calling them out but that's a whole separate podcast. Um, again, the, the main focus of today is evaluate yourself like like be honest with yourself. Where are you spiritually? Don't kid yourself right because you you may kid your neighbors, your family, your friends, whomever, but you're not kidding God. And in the end that's the only thing that really matters, right? What's your relationship with God, with Jesus, and only you and Him know the true, uh, the true results of that evaluation. So what is it? You know, be honest with yourself. If you're failing, like one of these passages said, do something about it. Are you pretending to be a Christian? Do you have a false or a, uh, you know, a, a faulty faith? Is there something wrong with your belief in Jesus? Or are your words and your actions backing up your beliefs? Again, I see this happen a lot. People proclaim to be Christians and intentionally living outside the morals and the standards that Jesus has said. This is this is the way you are to act and behave. Now, look, we're not perfect, okay? We're all going to mess up. We're all going to sin. I do it all the time, Okay? It happens, but there's also a distinction between intentionally living outside of, of God's commands and, and outside of his, his uh, morals that he has for us. So there's the self-evaluation. Evaluate. Like, do you, do you truly know Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior? Is your life truly a reflection of that based on your, your actions, based on your words, based on your love for your neighbors? Or do your actions and your words show something else? I mean, that's kind of the results of the test. And I don't know the answer to that. And neither do people around you. I mean, sure, you know, we can, we can draw conclusions based on the things that we see. But hopefully you are being honest with yourself and you are looking deeply into your relationship with Christ. Where are you? Where do you need to be? Where does Jesus want you to be? And then figure out how to get there. Guys, thanks again for listening to the podcast. I really do appreciate this. I hope and I pray that you are getting value from these. And, I'll, you know, again, I'm going to ask, if you do get value, please share this. Please rate it. If you haven't rated it on iTunes yet, I would love for you to to write a little review. Um, again, it just helps the podcast to grow and help other students or other young adults get to find this podcast and hopefully find value in it. Guys, as always, I love you guys. I'm praying for you, all you listeners out there. uh, If I can do anything for you, shoot me the email. My email will be in the show notes. Guys, I love you, and we will catch you in the next podcast. Until then, do a quick self-evaluation, get right with God, and everything will be all right. Keep plugging away. Bye-bye. I don't wanna be just someone that's new I speak my mind so free So you could hear the truth Yeah no